we needed to steady the Liverpool ship. The, the best way to steady it is to get another goal. Shakiri. Firmino Salah. Shakiri's coming on to this. Deflected in again. There is the other goal. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. An absolutely fantastic result we're discussing for Liverpool today. It was Liverpool 3, United 1, a, a great result against a fierce rival of Liverpool's. A game where we completely showed we showed up United. We showed the difference in class. We showed why we're we're at the top of the table we're at the top of the table fighting for the league and why they're, you know, just fighting for sixth. We we were absolutely fantastic in every in every area of the pitch and after a huge week for us we we looked stronger we looked more physically stronger we looked mentally stronger and all around it was just uh, an absolutely amazing performance so everything you know a Liverpool fan could have hoped for so the scoring was opened midway through the first half Sadio Mane latching on from a ball over the top from Fabinho I think Fabinho played an absolutely fantastic game we'll get to that uh, a little later in, in this episode, but a great ball over the top, uh, Mane with a touch, and then a finish past, past David De Gea, and, you know, all was going well at that time, Man United hadn't really posed any attack or any kind of threat, uh, and it looked like that we would kind of run away with the game, and if not, score more than, you know, two, three, maybe even four goals, but uh, United got back into the game, uh, one chance down the left wing, a Lukaku cross. Allison kind of spilt it against himself, which let Lingard uh, tap into an open net, which was disappointing. And I can imagine the the lads went into the halftime dressing room disappointed that it was it was equal because based on the play, it definitely wasn't equal. But you know, Liverpool stepped it up in the second half. You know, we had a tough we had a tough game against Napoli. United rested a lot of plays, but you would never know that watching the game. We we had more energy, we had more desire, and that really showed through in the second half. Uh, and you know, better late than never. Uh, Shakiri came on, uh, replacing Naby Keita, who I thought was also very good today, uh, and made the difference. He he his finishing was clinical. He got two goals, which were although deflected. You know, he was in the right position. The shots I think were both on target for both anyway. So that you know that. The deflection probably just helped them go in, but you know there were two great goals uh, from Shakiria, and and he's kind of the the first piece of analysis that I want to talk on. So obviously you know you've got the two goals, and that's probably what will be talked about. But he made a fantastic impact when coming on. Um, uh, when he came on, he gave us great balance on the right. I think we were playing with kind of Mane on the right, um, Salah down the middle, Cater on the left, and Firmino kind of operating in behind. And although that was working. Shakiri on the right gave us a bit more kind of balance and I thought that really helped our play and, and as you see both both goals of his came from him kind of coming in from the right uh, so I think that was you know a great tactical ploy by Klopp and you know he came on um, we had I believe 36 shots in that game but the only person who really showed any good finishing ability I, I, I thought was was Shakiri. we were quite wasteful with a lot of shots we actually had a lot of uh, long shots something which I don't see us normally do because we normally get closed down on the edge of the box but uh, Shakiri's finishing was was you know was second to none he kept his head his knee over the ball his um and keep his head down so it was you know it was a great finishing by him and I think he kind of gave Salah Firmino and Mane a little lesson in finishing um based on his his cameo for the last 20-ish minutes so I think he had a fantastic game he had a fantastic impact after the game in his interview with Jamie Carragher, he talked about 
his kind of role in the team, wanting to start more. And he talked about how, you know, he understands that it takes, you know, it takes a whole squad to win a league. And although, yes, he would want to play more, you know, every player wants to play more. He understands his team, his role in the team and understands that over the next coming weeks, when fixtures pile up, the, the squad will be rotated. The squad will be have to change around. And, you know, that's when he will have his opportunity and that's when it'll be really important for, for Liverpool and Liverpool will need Shaqiri in those games to step up, uh, you know, and prove that he is a big player. He's been around on the, on the you know, in big clubs for a long time now, it feels like. And this is a chance, I think, and I think he realises it for a chance for him to really step up and, and make a name for himself in helping Liverpool kind of end this wait for a, for a Premier League title. So I think he was he was absolutely fantastic when he came on and I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if he started against uh, Wolves, which is the next game, uh, a, a team that, you know, aren't necessarily a strong, we're away from home where they may sit deep, we'll have, might have the ball. He might be a great player to unlock the defence um, or maybe kind of stick along along Sharway. So really, really promising from Shakiri. The, the other... Re- thing that really, really, really impressed me about the game was about how well Fabinho played. He, he's over the last couple of, um, I'd say maybe month and a half, we've seen Klopp play him more and more in games and we've seen Klopp's kind of trust grow in him. I think at the beginning Klopp was right to ease him in and I think Liverpool players wanted to see him and are now now we're all seeing why Fabinho, you know, cost us around forty million pounds, and why he's such a good player. He absolutely bossed that midfield today, both from a defensive side and an attacking side. So he was making, you know, breaking up play and making interceptions left, right, and centre. And then in an attacking sense, obviously he got the assist for the Mane goal. But he had so many times where he had the ball at the edge of the penalty box or just outside the edge of the penalty box, and he was able to pick the right pass, maybe take a shot, and he was just incredibly positive in the game. Um, I think. Most people will compare Fabinho to Jordan Henderson and say, "Look, Fabinho did all of this, and you know Jordan Henderson just just passes and things like that, stuff like that." But Fabinho really provided a different dimension, particularly attacking-wise. I think he did everything that Jordan Henderson would do defensively, in terms of breaking up the play, picking up the ball from from Allison and from the centre backs. But attacking, he gave us so much more. He gave he gave us another option. Uh, when we were in the final third, and I think that just takes a little bit of pressure off the front three, which can help them, you know, make more movements and, and hopefully score more goals. So I think Fabinho was absolutely immense. He showed his quality for the assist, and he also showed his kind of determination and ability to tackle and get stuck in in a big game. Man United Liverpool games are feisty. It wasn't this one; definitely wasn't as feisty as, as some previous games we've seen. But you know, Fabinho got stuck in there. He wasn't afraid to go into a challenge. He controlled the play really well. He never looked uh, panicky or anything like that. And I think he had an absolutely superb game. And I hope we get to see more and more of him as the as the months go on because I think he's incredibly, incredibly promising. And that midfield of Wijnaldum. Fabinho and Cater I thought worked really well against United particularly when United were dropping off a lot and kind of there was a lot of space in that midfield and I feel if we had maybe like of a Henderson who was always looking to pass the ball we may have missed out on that opportunity to capitalize on that space kind of between the midfield and and defense for United um, whereas Cater, Fabinho and Wijnaldum were willing to drive into those so I think that was a a really smart choice by Klopp to start those as well as kind of poor tactics from United's uh, United standpoint. The the final point uh, in terms of analysis that I want to make is about how well two players in particular slotted into the team. So the, those two players are Klein and Lovren. They both haven't played for 
quite a long time. I, I, I can't remember the last time either of them started the Premier League game for Liverpool, but uh, Lovren's been out with concussion and Klein's been out with all sorts of ankle injuries, I believe, for, for a good few months now. But they both slid into the team, played 90 minutes, and they both held their own incredibly well. Neither of them made mistakes. They were compact. Lovren dealt with Lukaku well. You know, Lukaku has shown up Lovren previously, um, but they both were played They played really well. Klein was still busting, busting down the, the right wing, even towards the end of the game. And I think that's really promising for, for Liverpool, particularly with the Gomez injury and Alexander-Arnold not necessarily having maybe the fitness or Klopp not wanting to play him every week. And so having Klein as an option is huge. And let's just hope that, that both of these can stay fit because we are not... We're not blessed with defensive options right now and uh, Van Dijk's going to have to play pretty much every game. And so hopefully between Lovren, Klein and Alexander-Arnold, um, we can kind of cover that cover that back four. I did notice, though, that uh, Rafael Camacho was on the bench as well. I think Klopp talked about him in his pre-match press conference as, a, as another potential option for right back. Obviously, there's James Milner as well, who filled in in that position last weekend. But... Um, but yeah, so I think it's important that those guys played and they played in a big game and they performed well, which is great for their confidence because we're most certainly going to need them over the next uh, coming weeks, particularly towards the end of this month where we have a kind of back-to-back Arsenal and Man City games. So those are going to be huge for us and we're going to need them to to step up and you know be immense for us. And they really were against United, so that's incredibly positive. The... The overall outcome of the game is, as I said at the beginning, incredibly positive. Liverpool had to win with Man City winning. Also against Everton, it was incredibly important that Liverpool also also won to keep that pressure on, um, to keep that pressure on City and stay at the top of the league. So in that sense, you know, job done. We are we are 18 games into the league now, so nearly halfway, and Liverpool is still unbeaten, which is an absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, it's just amazing. I, I don't think I would have ever predicted that at the beginning of the season. I think we've dropped six points. So that is it is so positive from where we've been over the last four to five years where we've kind of been floundering around fourth position, losing against teams we shouldn't have, we shouldn't lose against. So you know, the job was done from this United game. We needed to win. We had there was no other option. We've drawn quite a few games too. United, particularly at home, and lost many away. So it was really important for for Klopp and 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 the lads to get a uh, get a win at home. Um, and on we move to on we move to Wolves. So Wolves is the next game on a Friday night football. Just before we go into the Christmas kind of period, uh, Wolves have had a, a little bit of a resurgence over the past couple of weeks. Um, we are playing away from home, but again, I fully expect us to to boss the ball. And, you know, put them away. Wolves are a team who like to play and will maybe be a bit more open than some of the other teams that we play away from home, which is good for us. Um, It'll be interesting to see how Klopp rotates. I think he will need to rotate with the Newcastle only a couple of days after. So that's the next game. Um, And again, we will need to, we play before Man City again. So it's an opportunity for us to pile on the uh, pressure. We can go four points clear of them. Uh, before they play they obviously have a Carabao Cup game midweek as well so they've got an extra game to manage so there's every possibility that you know fatigue may play and so it's super important for Liverpool to capitalise on that and, and make sure we get the three points at Wolves. So to end the podcast as we always do it's uh, it's my shout out to Klopp and I think any Liverpool fan who watched the United game so many things were great but the one thing that was incredibly frustrating to watch was the corners 
I, I don't know what maybe they haven't been practicing or, or whatever it's it's so it's it was one of those really frustrating things because we have so many good uh, aerial threats so obviously van dyke and lover are huge but you know Firmino is first for a small ish guy he's very very good in the air um wine adam's good in the air as well so we have we have some really good kind of attacking players when we have corners but this service was appalling you know i think one album was taking them from the right and robertson was taking from taking them from the left i think robertson and salah switched midway through the second half but i don't think salah did any better than um than robertson so the shout out to clock this week is get the guys on corner practice it's a chance for us to to really kind of show our aerial presence and um we haven't scored too many set pieces this season i think it can add another dimension dimension to our team so that's the shout out to Klopp this week work on corners um so yeah so and I think that will help us against some of their teams where maybe we struggle to break them down through open play but uh thanks guys for listening I hope you enjoyed uh this episode and I hope for the in, in Liverpool fans listening I hope you enjoyed the game it was a it was a great result and it was you know thoroughly enjoyable to watch so we go again uh, Liverpool play again on the Friday night football against Wolves away at Molyneux. Again, I fully expect us to win that game. So onwards and upwards. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.